0: IGN Playlist is a new home to your game library. Rate games, share lists, and log your game time powered by how long to beat. Sign up for early access today at playlist.ign.com. This is Steve Downs, the voice of Master Chief, Sierra 117, and you're listening to Podcast Unlocked, the world's number one Xbox podcast.
1: Now, finish this fight. Master Chief, out. Welcome everybody to Podcast Unlocked, it's IGN's weekly Xbox show, episode 523 for December 7th, 2021, which is a special day in Xbox history because it means it's the last day of the six-year wait between mainline Halo games. We are going to be talking all about our general impressions of Halo Infinite, uh, the embargo on the reviews have lifted my review is up Stella's multiplayer review of course is already up so that we've got the entire halo package reviewed we will not be talking spoilers on this episode though we're going to save that for next week to give all of you a chance to get through it uh, and and formulate your thoughts as well I'm Ryan McCaffrey I'm joined as always the usual crew hello Miranda Sanchez hi hello Stella Chung how are you
2: Good. I I think I'm well rested after the break.
1: (laughs) Glad to hear it. Glad to hear it. Got to bring the energy to Unlocked. Glad you saved it, slept in, stored up a bit. Destin Legarry looking clean, looking smooth. Bam. Ready to punch. I shaved the Halo beard. (laughs) Your playoff beard. (laughs) Yeah. uh, The marathon Halo (laughs) review session. Uh, You played through the whole thing on Legendary. You've got a walkthrough ready to go for (laughs) IGN. (laughs) <laughs> okay, so, if, yeah. we're gonna, if we're going
3: if we're going to do that, I, w- I want you all to know that I also played through on so legendary and got 70 percent through the entire game, which is a lot.
1: That's 50 hours. Extremely impressive. <laughs> game. How many hours, Miranda, did you say you have in? 50. 50 hours. Oh, wow. Whoa. Oh That's God. impressive. Wait, wait.
0: You did everything on legendary, Miranda. Not yeah, just didn't... the main line.
2: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Every I
3: only wow. play on legendary, but I also did some backtracking on a side side gameplay. Um, I guess not account, but I just like on a next gameplay playthrough on easy, and I have like three hours of that. But I was just like speed running, trying to find something because you can't go back to missions. So if you miss something, <laughs> yeah,
1: that that's getting added later. Yeah. yeah, we had that confirmed by three four three. The ability to replay missions in traditional Halo fashion will be added in a post release update. But before we get more into Halo, uh, two public service announcements for you here. Two, just uh, bits of housekeeping. One, IGN, if you hadn't heard, turned 25 years old, uh, just very recently here. And to celebrate, we did what any, you know, review site would do in this situation. I think we're the first ones to turn 25, I don't know. but uh, We made a game, IGN the game. If you're watching on video, you're seeing our amazing trailer that we made for it right here. and yes, you play as the IGN logo and you it's run so around cute. doing platforming things. It's an 8-bit retro style if you're listening on audio and can't actually see the video right now. But yes, IGN 25, the game. If you'd like to download it, it's uh, sadly, we're not on consoles. We're not on Xbox. But uh, <laughs> if you do want to go try it on your PC, the system requirements are pretty low. You can get it at IGN.com slash Slash IGN dash 25 dash the dash game dash release because you just that's how spaces work with URLs. So IGN25 the game release on IGN.com. So check that out. Also, big event coming up this week that I'm sure we'll talk more next week, although again, we're gonna go pretty hard on the spoiler cast for Halo Infinite on next week's show. But we have the game awards coming up this Thursday. Watch them on all of IGN's channels. So whether you want to be on youtube.com slash IGN, you want to just come to IGN.com, twitch.tv slash IGN, wherever you prefer your IGN, you can watch the Game Awards there. Coverage starts, again, Thursday at 4.30 p.m. Pacific. That's 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. All right, let's get to what we've already started into, (laughs) which is... Halo Infinite. I love that it's real. It's behind me. I can jump into it. <laughs> and we've played the whole thing. So, my review is up. Uh, if you want to read it, of course, it's on ign.com. Uh, the written version is longer and more detailed than the video version, even though we still went pretty deep on the on the video review this time. Uh, it's an 11, 12, 12 minute re- video review, I believe, Destin edited. It's 12 it minutes. Me. 12 minutes long. Exactly. Exactly 12 minutes, because mm-hmm. that's that's how we do. It should have been 11 minutes and 7 seconds for 117. Aww. That would have been the better way to go in <laughs> hindsight. But in any case, uh, youtube.com slash IGN for that, or again, read the whole thing on IGN. I gave it a 9. Called it amazing. Uh, combined with Stella's multiplayer review, she gave multiplayer a 9, which averages out too. I'm not a math major, but I'm pretty sure it's <laughs> 9 out of 10. Is the <laughs> overall average. It's doing very well uh, in across the board review wise, which is so. So, just you know, I want to start with a, a big congratulations to the entire Three Four Three Industries team because you know they've they've been through a lot. Any making any game is difficult. Uh, you know, Miranda and I got to go up there and see. You know, we just we get a brief window into it when we get to sit down and talk to them, uh, and and it's been a long road. I mean, obviously, very well publicized what the last year happened uh, with this project and the big delay and the, you know, that's, that was a difficult thing missing the, the Series X launch, but they have delivered an amazing Halo game. So Miranda, I want to start with you because people can read, they may have already read or watched my review. So we've heard from me. I want to go around the table and start with you. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Infinite campaign just in general?
3: So let's frame it like this. I've put at least fifty hours into it on solo legendary, almost a hundred percent of it, and I'm actually still really excited to go back and replay it on solo legendary and one hundred percent it again because our uh, review builds all of that data gets wiped. So we have so like if I want achievements, I gotta do it all again, and I'm actually excited to do that. And I would not say that about very many games. Um, one of my favorite things that I love about the older trilogy like the you know the first trilogy of halo is that they're just so fun to replay i i don't there's just something so cathartic about it um and i can go back to them time and time again and just have a lovely experience um this feels like it fits right in home with that even though like there's a lot more to do and i don't think i'd hone 100 percent every single time i play it but i think the way this is just structured i think a lot of the emotional beats a lot of the story beats it just works so well in a way that makes me excited to go back to the story again and honestly a little sad like I'm I was I finished the campaign I was like no I want more so that's that's the feeling you want right like when you have to do the parting time with it you're just you know sad to have to put that down and, and like wait for the next installment of the story so uh very very high remarks for me so I'm happy
1: very still, nice. I know you're you're still working your way through the campaign because you've been so <laughs> neck deep in multiplayer. But uh, what are your thoughts so far?
2: Oh my god! Okay, so um, I recently played through uh, Combat Evolved, and I just want to say, is it is Can I talk about the opening sequence in this game? I can, right? Because we, yeah, we,
1: yeah, yeah, we previewed that, Miranda and I. That that coverage <laughs> okay, is cool. out there, so go for it.
2: I think for um, the but really quickly, the first like actual opening cutscene we haven't shown. But,
3: oh yeah. no, uh, Yeah,
2: not about that. Yeah. So, so the first area that you go through, I, I was playing through it and I was like, oh my God, this feels like I just played this game. This is combat evolved. So this feels exactly like, like the way the map feels, the way it flows, how you can get lost in the different hallways. I was like, wait, yeah, I, I wish I had that experience of being like a veteran player because then I could feel that hit of nostalgia but having just played through combat evolved I was like oh my god people are gonna love this um I have my best friend he loved the Halo series growing up and I was like you're you're really gonna like this like I can't say anything but you're really gonna like this um so I I can I can already see that people are gonna be happy with it um it's fun it is very fun The, the grapple hook is still my favorite tool even in multiplayer and in single player I didn't think I'd like it as much in single player but oh my goodness it is so fun um also the Grunts, I feel bad for them again. Please. <laughs> I feel so bad. Like one is sleeping and he's snoring and then the other one I love their I love their dialogue so much. I mean it's it's just so great. I know there was a time where they didn't speak English for a while. Um and people were like, "Oh good, so I can't hear how how I, how I just killed their friend." And I was like, "Oh no, we're getting all of that now." <laughs>
1: Yeah, the, the grunt dialogue is better than... It's always been good, but it's... I, and I know Miranda would agree. It's better than ever in, in this one. It's just so good. Uh, <laughs> Destin, let me go to you. You've also spent an extensive amount of time. You've finished the game on Legendary as well. General spoiler-free thoughts for this week. We'll start there, and then we're going to drill into some specific categories.
0: Okay, yeah. So general thoughts are... Uh, I think it's it's a very, very strong Halo campaign. It's definitely leaps and bounds better than Halo 5 was in terms of story, in terms of gameplay, and everything. I think one of the things that are going to keep you coming back is the gameplay. Uh, it's just so good. The The grapple shot, just you're zipping around the map like Spider-Man the whole time, especially if you have it uh, upgraded. Um, <clears throat> it's really, really fun. I also played through uh, the mainline campaign on Legendary for capture. And uh, your whole review is actually legendary gameplay, which is why I'm cowering behind cover a lot. <laughs> I really, I really think they have a nailed a sweet spot with legendary difficulty, where it's challenging, and but not to the point where it'll break you. <laughs> well, except for a certain boss fight, which Miranda <laughs> probably knows what I'm talking I about. I was about
3: to say, Dustin. I don't yeah. know, uh, but yeah. I was also playing that like 1 a.m. and I was like, oh my god, and I just like <laughs> put down the controller and walked away. I was like, I'll do it in the morning. And I was like no and then i got back
0: up <laughs> yeah but uh ryan very very positive reaction for me i'll wait to talk about specific areas later on for the the segments that we have planned but uh overall very positive reaction you and i sort of talked about your review off the air yeah i think i might we were very close i think i was like a point lower than you but that was about it and i'll talk about why uh with my criticisms here and just a little bit they're minor
1: <laughs> yeah Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, my words are already on IGN, but it's, it's Miranda and I, I think we might've even talked about this publicly, but certainly privately we were talking about, Miranda and I had a phone conversation uh, the other day and it's, I'm almost, I'm as relieved as I am excited about how much I like this game because of all the baggage that came along leading up to this, you know, the, Again, the delay. The not one but two project leads quit, left the left the three four three before Joseph Staten, you know, parachuted in there uh, and at the eleventh hour to to help bring it to the finish line. I mean, there was just a lot going on with this where you're like, uh, is this gonna work? Is this gonna be any good? And of course, they were coming off of Halo Five that we've extensively discussed. Our our uh, you know distaste with from a campaign perspective but it is it's it is just so much fun i mean the the core combat loop is i said in my review but i i feel like it's a blend it's it's a wonderful blend of halo 1 and halo 3 um the three portion coming primarily from the not only just the choice but the implementation of equipment and how it's used how it's deployed what it is uh and it's it just works. I mean, you've you've got the vehicles that have been that are that are better than ever in a giant open sandbox. I I just can't say enough about the gameplay of this thing. Uh and, and that kind of let's segue now into Zeta Halo itself. The big change for this. This is the first time that that 343 has really broken away from the blueprint that Bungie laid down 20 years ago. You know, that Halo 4, Halo 5 were corridor shooters in the same way that 1, 2, 3, ODST, and Reach all pretty well were too. And this is the first time that 343 is really putting their own stamp on it uh, for better and for worse. And it turned out to be, in my opinion, for the better. Uh, And I'm someone who, I'm at the point in my gaming life where I'm pretty almost... I don't know if annoyed is too strong a word, but I get annoyed easily, put it this way, annoyed easily at open worlds because they tend to devolve into just time-sucking checklists, and I don't find that enjoyable. But in, I think in Halo Infinite, it, it works. It's an organic fit. It's, there, there's not so much crap to do. Like The stuff you're doing is, for the most part, pretty fun. Uh, I would say, I think my least favorite open-world activity, and I'll be kind of curious to hear what you guys think of each of the kind of activities you can do. The banished, uh, the, the propaganda towers were probably the the least what? interesting of the things you can do, but uh, the the open-world works uh, for me. It's, there's, and it's because the combat is so uh, dynamic and organic and like, I, I called this out in the review, but I loved how you'd, you know, I'd be going to hunt down one of the HVTs, the high-value targets. There are 15 of them just scattered around the game world, and they're these, they're these different banished, uh, like, sort of lieutenants or infamous banished that have, that have some sort of little backstory, and they've, they're notorious for something. So one of them's, a couple of them are grunts, which is hilarious that there's, like, this high-value target that's a grunt. <laughs> and then there's there's a pair of hunters and there are elites and there are brutes and uh, and I'd, and some of those battles I'd be going up you know to, to the map marker and they're always surrounded by this you know just mass of reinforcements and I'd be having to fight my way uphill which I, f- I feel like I've not really done in a halo game before I feel like generally speaking halo combat's been kind of pretty well on flat ground and you're like just battling uphill and they've got the high ground and you're trying to just duck and cover and and push your way up the hill. And I just love that stuff. So uh, Destin, I'll go back to you here, kind of a a reverse snake order draft style. Uh, What did you think of the open world itself from from an activities perspective and the things you're doing?
0: Yeah. So initially I felt like, uh, I'm going to mix this in with campaign a little bit. So for the campaign, there'll be a a portion where they'll just be like, okay, you need to go 1500 kilometers that way. And then you have to go 1500 kilometers, the other way to unlock the stuff. I didn't like that aspect of it because I was mainlining it. But what you lose when you're mainlining it is there, it's just littered with activities that you can sort of do along the way. So don't play it like that is my piece of advice. Later on, after I had beat the campaign and I was able to go back and just do open world stuff, largely for pickups for your review, Ryan, uh, the game really, really shines there. It is so fun uh, going in and liberating, you know, the strongholds to unlock the weapons like you were showing in the footage here. Um, I actually disagree about the propaganda towers because mm-hmm. I found the propaganda towers really interesting about what they were saying and what yeah. they were talking about. Uh like there's a grunt one really early on. That's fairly humorous. They're basically disparaging the UNSC and sort of making fun of, uh, humans. And then, uh, there's, uh, there's an area later where there's a banished character who I, who was just saying some interesting stuff about that could have implications for the lore. So I actually like them in that respect, but like, gameplay wise what you do basically you go kill everybody then you blow up the tower right fairly familiar territory for me who's liberated a map i actually really like that i don't think there's anything that i played in for the open world stuff where i was like i'm not enjoying this or i don't like how this plays all of it was really really fun for me so um zeta halo was just great i can't wait to go back and find all the spartan cores to fully upgrade yes. Master Chief. I, I can't wait to go find all the, the skulls in the open world throughout the campaign and all the audio logs. The audio logs are are also out in the open world. And there's also like these ring sort of structures that you can go learn more lore about. And all of that stuff is so that like right later. up my alley, right up my alley and I can't wait for that stuff. So Zeta Halo itself is really, really fun when you do all of this stuff
1: yeah i would say the banished strongholds were my favorite of the Mm. open world activities
0: some of them are really tough too Uh,
1: yeah Mm -hmm. and they take a while they are not like two minutes in and out like no you will you will Mm -hmm. spend some time in here miranda how about you uh what did you think of the open world activities and the the you know large scale open world sandbox implementation for halo infinite
3: so i think um i'd definitely spent the most time finding everything. Uh, I didn't find everything, everything. I think there were some audio logs I missed and some of these um, armor lockers you can get for multiplayer unlocks because I didn't really want to waste my time with those when I was skull hunting. Um, But everything else I found was just such a joy. Uh, I think one big thing we haven't really touched on here is how this sort of open world design fits within the grand scheme of other open world designs. Um, And I kind of see why 343 and Microsoft were so hesitant to market market this as, like, an open world game. Because it's not done in the same way as other open world games. Uh, So I was talking to somebody else on the team who was uh, playing for um, just, I guess, like, award nominations and considerations. I was like, okay, well, what do you think? Because I know this person isn't necessarily a Halo person. And he was saying how he's like, well, the open world stuff, like, I would maybe, like, far cry more. Or like that other than halo and i'm like okay that makes sense because halo's open space is not necessarily designed to get you doing other weird things like i said this in my preview too people don't give master chief like a fetch quest you don't do things that don't make sense to halo combat is always the focus you're destroying things or you're killing things and that's basically it like maybe you'll put a power seed in a block and that's it. So, um it is very straightforward in that way, but that doesn't mean that there aren't cool things to do. Um I think one of my favorite parts of getting deep into the collectibles was actually having to sort of get creative with a lot of the tools that I had. So for instance, using the grapple shot like getting into very strange spots. That's that's what you do. Like if you want to find all the things um, and I also really did enjoy that most of the open world activities, as you guys were saying, they're all combat challenges, right? And there's so many ways to approach that as you get more valor, which are the, is like kind of the point system that tracks how much of Zeta Halo you've taken back. Um, and you get rewards based on that, um, that are just at your fob. So those are like kind of like your outposts, um, where you can call in certain weapons or you can have Marines just join you on an adventure. Uh, those outposts are, are the, banished, I just called them like facilities. The banished facilities because they're all do different things. I would always load up like some sort of vehicle with a bunch of Marines. I'd just we just charge in like strategically and then I like open the gates for them. And we'd go like take it over. And it was such a fun thing to do to try to strategize like, okay, how can I keep these Marines alive? Again, I'm a legendary. Um and also just like make the most of this. I, I don't think those activities vary too too much, but I think in a way too though it was fun to take breaks to do them because they were so different and it kind of gave you a little bit more i guess background for the banished cross like operations on this ring of like what they're doing and how they sustain their army and all this other stuff so it was it was just cool information and that's kind of how i felt about all of that open world things um I know some people have commented on how they're a little disappointed that Zeta Halo isn't actually diverse in its envi- environments. Uh, so you're always sort of in this very hilly or mountainous woodland area. Sometimes right. there's more um, water around or not, depending which island you're on. Uh, I didn't mind that at all. I thought there's a lot of caverns and things to look at, so I didn't. I didn't really mind. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, I, but- I was one of those people. I called that out oh. in the review. I just, you know, for all the Halo One inspiration. Mm-hmm. There was no snowy area. There was no, you know, you, th- this was it. It was just this sort of wooded, foresty, with mixed with stone monolith kind of stuff. And that's one area where I think they could have really livened up Zeta Halo a little more. Not that it's dull, I don't think, but I would have liked to have seen a bit more biome variety. Although, you did just remind me, I did like that there were, and to Destin's point about finding Spartan cores, because I went, I went finding. I tried to find <laughs> most of them uh, and I ended up when I finished the game, uh, I, I played on heroic. Uh, I ended up with every uh, piece of equipment maxed out except the drop wall. I had two un, un uh two upgrades that I didn't have because uh, I didn't have enough points for them. But I liked that there were, that there are caves to wander in that there, there was like, I remember there was a Spartan core that I, when I was just hunting them and I had unlocked a ton of uh, of weapons and vehicles from the fobs, the forward operating bases that you recapture, I'd unlocked the wasp. And so I just flew over to the map marker and I'm like, where is it? Oh, and then I could see like down into a cavern underground. There was like a little sliver that I could just land the, the, uh, the wasp in. And then it was in this like cool cave. So there's a lot of that kind of neat, almost accidental, you know, environmental uh, surprises going on in the game. Uh, Stella, Miranda mentioned the, multi- the, the multiplayer cosmetic unlocks that you can find in the campaign. Had you managed to stumble on any of those as of yet during your, your time in the campaign so far?
2: I have not. I'm so sad that my campaign playthrough has been way less than y'all's, but um, yeah, I have not seen that yet. But I do, I, I do want to comment on the open world aspect. I usually don't like open world games. I I, th- I find myself very overwhelmed quite easily. Like Far Cry, that is not my kind of thing. Um, uh, Ghost of Tsushima, as, as wonderful as that game was, I, I couldn't get into it because of the open world and you just constantly get sidetracked. Um, but I think because it's the world of Halo, it kind of draws you in more. And especially the audio logs. When I first started discovering them, I was like, oh my God, this is so cool. You get so much more background on what. What exactly is happening what has happened um how people may have died like what was going through their heads i love lore like that like any side lore like that just instantly draws me in i mean it's kind of like with apex right there's always like side lore that's going on and you can always find it through easter eggs so i absolutely love that um and the fact that there are so many discoverables and that you can approach the game however you want like i will probably go when guns blazing and um you have so many different ways to tra- traverse the map that makes me really happy um so, yeah, th- I, I just wanted to mention that because, like, open world games are usually not my favorite. But, yeah.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I I have some specific comments about the audio logs and things I loved about them, but I need to save them for the spoiler cast oh, yeah. next <laughs> week. So, uh, yeah, Destin and I were on the phone talking about those. So oh. we'll, uh, we'll get to that. Well, basically, uh, don't guys- sleep
0: on them as long and the short of it.
1: They're good. <laughs> definitely <laughs> right? good advice. Actually, yeah. you know, that you just reminded me one other bit of advice. I put this in my review, but... Uh, To to the point of of Destin and Miranda playing on Legendary, I played on Heroic. I would say if you're going to go on one of those two higher difficulty levels, my advice, my friendly advice would be to uh, max out your shield core upgrade first. Put all your points into that first because it will just make your combat encounters that are obviously more difficult on those higher difficulties. You will have more margin for error on those with a because you, you end up upgrading the shield core pretty substantially. Uh, you mm-hmm. get a, you get a pretty good boost to it after you, you pump all the Spartan core points there. So that's my one bit of advice if you're going to head in on uh, on heroic or legendary.
0: Well, the first thing, though, Ryan, you have to get the faster grapple shot.
3: Mm-hmm. Like we, you would need, need that. Grapple shot because so, if okay. you play it
0: without that, that's not. So that's like two Spartan cores and then yeah, if you're on those higher difficulties, definitely your shield yeah. for sure. But uh <laughs> Ryan, I wouldn't have been able to beat the game without the grapple shot. So I just have to give that props. <laughs> yeah,
1: well yeah, it it gets you yeah. it can get you uh, you know, out, out of the situation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It can also mm-hmm. assist in There's one particular, well, actually the two bosses where that played heavily into into the strategy for me. And and Destin, you and I talked it, we, we both did the same thing uh, with with that too. So we'll grapple to to the
0: ceiling. (laughs) Um,
1: (laughs) Get out of there. (laughs) Yeah. We, we might as well talk about the bosses again. If this is tough to do with, without getting into spoilers, but just generally speaking, because it's uh, again, it's, I would say, and I, I said it in the review. I, I, I think, Halo Infinite does bosses better than any Halo game before it. Um, some Halo games have really not done boss fights at all in the in the sort of proper traditional sense, but they, you know, they worked in other ways with their within their the scope of their design. But I really love the boss, the implementation of boss fights and the 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 you know sort of custom tweaked AI that these bosses used. Uh, Miranda, let me go to you. Do you, um, what were your thoughts, just generally speaking, on the the implementation of boss fights in this game?
3: Generally speaking, they're great. They're a great way to cap off those missions, especially after you've been out in the open world for so long. You got that sort of classic corridor experience, and then you cap it with a good boss fight. Nice. I like it a lot. You want me to go into detail? Because I can. <laughs> I have a lot of thoughts about
1: the bosses. I, we have a lot of time. So please, Perfect. that's what we're here for.
3: All right. Well, that's the top overview. Uh, bosses are surprisingly challenging and I really like how it forced me to start using equipment that I wasn't really relying on previously. I know we just like gushed about the grapple shot and the shield um, Of course those are really easy upgrades first uh, the shield upgrade is a passive you just upgrade it and you're stronger um, but there are other pieces of equipment they should not sleep on um, and they should play with because sometimes strategizing is just sitting in a corner throwing down the drop wall when it's max. Uh, maxed out and just shooting the boss (laughs) and just moving as you need to like um i found it to be really important on legendary at least to get pretty acquainted with swapping the skills quickly um that definitely helped on some of the most difficult boss fights and when i say difficult i think three bosses took me about an hour or a little bit more to complete each because you know that was us figuring out the strategy figuring out how to do it Mm -hmm. and all that good stuff um so they can be really really difficult um one thing that is a challenge is you kind of need to quite literally read the room and the pacing yes. of yeah a pacing of the corridors you're going through toward the end of a mission just kind of like am I getting close to an end of the mission maybe I should change up my weapons because yeah. once you're in a boss area you are stuck with the loadout you have so if you have a crappy weapons set with you when you go into a boss fight, you have to start it with that set. Um, there's no way to reload checkpoints either. So, I mean, the checkpoint system is actually really generous, which is nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually have, okay, just really quickly, I read all of our boss guides based on legendary yes. playthroughs, so they're incredibly detailed. Um, most of them are over 2,000 words or around 2,000. Wow. um For the hard ones, anyway. And, um, there are ways to force checkpoints in certain engagements. So that way you can just hopefully keep your progress. Cause again, some of these can be really difficult at the higher levels. Um, Where was I going with this? Oh, so so you have your loadout. So you have to use the scan feature to like find weapons and like hopefully try to run quickly to get better weapons for the fight. Cause some bosses have shields, some don't. Um, Some are faster than others. And really reading what that layout is like and how you can play to your own strengths along with the weapons that are available to you and combine that with equipment is really helpful. I would say too, just like as a general gameplay tip, absolutely go for Spartan Course. Uh, there, There is a feature we have of about like Halo Infinite's things it doesn't tell you. And that's actually pretty important because there is some stuff that I'm not going to talk about here because I don't want to do any spoilers that maybe you should probably explore around a certain point just because it's the best time to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, don't sleep on picking up the Spartan course. You can also bank them and just not spend them until you mm-hmm. feel like, Oh, this is the strategy that I actually like, or I think I would rather stand still and use a shield here. Cause t- remember all the equipment is going to be harder or not harder, uh, better to use and more uh, resilient in the campaign versus multiplayer. So it's different. You know the like drop yeah, just you know to do anything multiplayer really.
0: Yeah, just forget what you learned in multiplayer about the equipment because it functions so differently in the campaign. And I just want to like bolster Miranda's statement about that because it is so important. Read those upgrade trees and look at what they do. Because Ryan talked about it in his review about how you can electrify enemies and that can like literally save you. Oh, yeah. if if, If an elite's jumping at you with the sword and you stop them dead in their tracks by electrocuting them, like that can literally save you from a death on your playthrough.
3: Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. There. Uh, oh, go ahead, Miranda. Please. Oh, I was
3: just going to say, there's a lot of techniques you can use to take on bosses, and I've I really appreciate that. Like, there's a variety of ways, and the ones that I even wrote up, I was just like, man, what Destin did in his video is completely different from what I did, and it's just as good as what I did because I don't think I would have preferred playing that way. So we tried to like list out more options, and of course, invite you guys to write your own guides if there's anything that you think would be helpful in certain boss fights.
0: I, I can't wait to see what you've written up because there are certain boss fights where honestly, I was just cowering in fear the whole time because I didn't know how to tackle the encounter. Yeah,
3: right. right. I remember I asked you because it's like, hey, what did you do to beat this specific boss Like after I had beaten him? You're like, uh, I prayed. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. There was one boss fight I was on for, I think it was like two hours and that, that oh, was wow. like the worst one for sure. Um it it was rough. It is rough. There's just like there's no cover. It's it's very open. And I, I won't get any spo- more spoilery than that, but it, it was probably the toughest one. And it's about mid-game. It's not even the final boss. Yep. Yep. You know.
1: Yeah, the uh the, the tip that you guys are mentioning about about scanning using the scan function uh mm-hmm. when you when you start a boss fight, that that one's definitely uh one you should take to heart because <laughs> Destin and I both <laughs> ran into the same situation where there was one boss fight where to miranda's point there there were weapons in the <laughs> area with the boss but not good ones it was just yeah. like it oh, was yeah. it was like last ditch kind of stuff like if i have to resort to this i'm and i'm it's it's bad uh but but both of us were trying and trying and trying to beat this one boss and there was a rocket launcher on the floor yeah. not, <laughs> not a nice weapon <laughs> rack it was just laying on so i and it was um, it kind of in the dark So neither one of us saw it until like we were many, many attempts Mm -hmm. into the fight. Whereas if you if, you know, if we'd taken the time because you you just get so focused, like, okay this boss is coming at me. You don't think to scan the room, scan the room, (laughs) because you (laughs) might find a rocket launcher on the floor that could really, really help you out.
0: If you go into a room and there's a big button that you're about to press make sure your loadout's good before you press <laughs> said button or open said door just a little pro tip to further bolster miranda's point
3: yeah i think i think too um there are some fun tools you can use in boss fights that are not viable on legendary or maybe even heroic so if you're playing on easy or normal there's so much more <laughs> free flowing and really fun to just do like weird stuff in So that is kind of just like, a oh, if you don't even care about the hardest difficulties, that is totally fine. That is great. Honestly, I'm really excited to play through. I want to see if I can do this. An easy playthrough. Melee only. (laughs) Melee those bosses. I'm going to see if I can do that. So uh, there's just so much you can do with that. And I think just the testament of how long I've been talking just about the bosses, I apologize. Um, (laughs) is because they are so complex and there's so much strategy there, which is nice. Like, I love that about this And yeah. so Can
1: i just say i we're i apologize to our audio listeners but you know we have we have footage rolling as we're talking the i i the first time that i grapple shot like i guess grapple jacked a banshee in midair is like the oh coolest God. thing of all time <laughs> like, <laughs> so when you do fun. that it's like bye bye elite this will be my yeah. this will be my banshee now I thank you very you much too. for already <laughs> you know getting it in flight for me i appreciate it me up it's in just the air. R-
2: warming, up, warming up your seat, you know? Just warming exactly. up for you. <laughs> exactly.
1: Um, okay, so let's talk about the story. Again, this is tough okay. to do without spoilers, but just generally speaking, um, let me start. I guess you saw it in my review if you read it or watched it. I, short version, thought it was the weakest aspect of Halo Infinite. Uh, mm. Again, still an amazing game. Still a 9 out of 10. And it's not a terrible. This is not a Halo 5 situation where I'm actually like actively angry at the game for the story it presented. It's not that at all. There's some really great storytelling aspects. Um we can talk about specific characters. Uh again in a in a non-spoilery way. For instance, I I loved the relationship between Chief and the Weapon, uh which mm-hmm. we can talk more about as we go around the table here, but I yeah, I I thought it 343 sort of they they put a very difficult task before themselves which is they wanted this to be a spiritual reboot and kind of welcome in new players but they also were this is not a full reboot we're not starting over they are continuing the plot line that from Halo 5 and 4 and and on so on all the way back and i 5 was such a disaster narratively speaking that it was going to be tough to climb out of that hole. I don't think they quite did it here. You know, they did their best to obviously the, the choice of using the banished from halo wars Two. They just tried to literally physically, geographically, narratively distance themselves from halo five as much as they possibly could. And, and I see that they tried to do that. Um, I just don't think they quite got there in terms of I think new new players will be if you're new to Halo, if you're watching or listening to us and this is going to be the first Halo you jump into you're going to have a great time, but story-wise it it doesn't this isn't going to do you any favors of of helping you uh sort of figure out who these characters are, what their histories are, why they matter, uh and then for us veteran players, I just didn't I wasn't satisfied with the payoff. Uh, I have a lot more to say about this on the spoiler cast next week. But um, again, the, the chief weapon stuff was great. There were parts of the chief uh, the chief and pilot relationship that I liked, and there were parts I didn't. And with that, let me go uh, back to Miranda to talk story.
3: I'll be quick. I promise. I apologize. I'm just so excited to talk about Halo. Um, also nothing with spoilers I think I'm a little different from Ryan in that I did really enjoy what they did throughout the story and the payoff that it gives Um, I adore the relationship between the weapon master chief and the pilot Like them three play off each other so well and they each there's a lot to read into here between them Um, to Ryan's point as well I think this game works best if you have context. You can have fun if you didn't play the other Halo games, but I think you're going to be lost in a lot of parts. And I think there's going to be a lot of things about Master Chief that you're going to miss because you just don't have context for who he is or his adventure with Cortana or like with AI and like his duty to the galaxy and all, all like to humanity. Like there's just so much weight, I think, placed on this story that would be easy to miss or maybe understand if you didn't play the previous games um because he's such a stoic character and i think there's a lot you have to do to get to know him i guess you could say i would say also if you have read the fall of reach you will definitely benefit a little bit more that's not a spoiler it's just that's like one of the pivotal background pieces of information um from the book series that i could say like i know there's other important ones too
0: we actually made a video. We had uh, Halo Canon make us a video about Shadows of Reach, Fall of Reach, and the implications for Halo Infinite. So if you want to see uh, the bridge between 5 and Infinite, I highly recommend go watch this video over on IGN because it gives you a lot of context that'll be helpful for for Infinite.
3: Yeah, yeah. And so I, I just love that they played up on those too. Uh, I think one of the previous issues I had was some of the Forerunner stuff and Promethean things that were pulled from the books felt a little almost inelegant in the past games. Like they were harder to read into. And it's like, well, I have to find all these, uh I mean, of course I'm gonna find the terminals anyway. But you know, I have to find them to understand the story. And it's it's kind of weird to have it like that. Whereas with this, there are plays on that back information without it being something that prevents you from understanding what's happening in the story. So I really liked that mix. They just did such a fantastic job with it. And overall I liked most of it there's some things i wish they could have dug deeper into and i think there's still possibilities for them to do that later as well even within halo infinite if they choose to just like do like smaller story dlcs or whatever they can do uh, i think there are options for that so i'm curious to see what happens there uh i love the weapon that's all (laughs) (laughs) i love her so much
1: (laughs) yeah i i do think that given Again, all the things I talked about—the fact that three-four-three is trying to bring this story forward, but trying to welcome in new players—it's a spiritual reboot—and the fact that it's been six years. Even if, like, uh, like me and Destin and Miranda, you have played Halo Five, you probably haven't played the campaign in six years. I really think this needed a, you know, an optional story so far catch-up cinematic. It that we've have seen. That. What's that, Miranda?
3: Gears had that. That was right. great. Here,
1: uh, at most, the most recent example that, that came to mind, which I mentioned in the review, Psychonauts 2 did that. You know, it's been 15 oh, yeah. years since Psychonauts 1, and they did a nice little, like, you know, storyboarded kind of, you know, it's not this, like, full-on CG thing, but I feel like Infinite could have really benefited from that, both for new players and returning veteran players as well. And, and Stella, I'm really curious to see, you know, <laughs> As someone who hasn't played every campaign, what your thoughts are going to be on this story once you get through it?
2: Um, yeah, I mean, when starting off, I got through. I'm not. Not spoiling anything but there was definitely one part like towards the beginning where i was like okay i'm gonna have to look this up like what is this <laughs> alluding to what is this and it made me look into a lot more of the story and i was like oh my god i have to read the book to like fully understand things and like i think it's cool look i i love when i love when games expand outside of just games right like obviously the story of halo and its world is so expansive that you do want to write a book on it and you do want to explore explore its universe um, but I think the fact that it just kind of throws you in there without any previous explanation or even, like, you know how they how they explain things through, like, asking dumb questions. Like, they could have had the weapon ask a few questions um, to try and, like, answer questions that players might have going through certain situations. Um, but they don't do anything like that, which was very interesting to me, especially since the multiplayer does such a good job of introducing new players. So I was really surprised that the campaign didn't really do anything to like ease new players into it. Cause obviously they're gonna be new players with this game. Um, I mean, it's it's the first modern Halo in a really long time. So I was a little disappointed about that, but I mean, I still plan on playing through the previous campaigns. Um, and maybe I'll read a book now too. But yeah, I was slightly <laughs> you, disappointed. <laughs>
1: you know, you you bring up a good point, actually. I hadn't really considered that. But- you're right, that 343 made a clear and, and very good effort to onboard new players for multiplayer, but not as much with, with single player in terms of the, the narrative. I wonder if that's because of the free-to-play aspect, that they're really expecting a ton of people who just have never touched a Halo game before, whereas maybe they do have more of an assumption that the campaign is going to be more for, for just returning Halo fans.
3: So, so sorry, really quick. things to interject one. Um, I, I guess there could be a possibility that they do have some sort of catch-up video explainer or something in the final build because we didn't actually play the final final. It was pretty much final, but not quite. I don't know who can say. It? They're obviously I mean, it went stuff.
1: gold. It's done. We played the the done right. thing. So. Right. <laughs> like I'm
3: just saying, like maybe there's something to access there that we couldn't access or didn't see. Um, so, who can say? But otherwise, there's also the whole internet who's made their own catch up videos. Like I yeah, do. Including uh, us. Yeah, yeah. Like, guys, yeah. Uh, And then, <laughs> perfect. But, uh, two, I'm like, I'm sorry to say, Stella, but I'm really glad that even though the weapon is primed to kind of ask some dumb questions, I'm kind of glad she didn't. Because, like, this is the the very selfish Halo fan of me saying, I'm glad we did not retried a bunch of stuff because I just want to dig into the things that make the story new and kind of build on what we've already had. So, even though it doesn't make it, helpful for new players, which I'm like, I'm sorry. The message collection's right over there on Game Pass. (laughs) Uh, But uh, I kind of appreciate that this game definitely did feel like it was more for returning fans, rather than trying to just make the brand new ones caught up.
1: Destin, how about you? So,
0: I like the story, to a point, I do feel like once it all wraps up, you're just kind of like, oh, Okay, like it, it I didn't feel like it ended on on a uh, powerful note., uh, there's touching moments. there's really, really great moments. I love the relationship between the three characters. I don't really understand the pilot's motivations for staying because, as you've seen in the trailers, he has a wife and a kid. Like back home on Earth, so he's. I feel like eventually, as this is going to be an expanding universe, like why wouldn't he leave? <laughs> as as a dad, I I would be like, I don't care about you, Master Chief. <laughs> like I gotta, I
1: gotta
0: go. You're <laughs> like how long do I have to stay here? Because I want to get out of here. You know, <laughs> I got to make sure my wife's okay. Um, so. He, he's the one character that's a little weird i actually really like the relationship between uh, the weapon chief how they how they fill in a few of the gaps about what happened between halo 5 and infinite i heard once someone say that a good story ties up a lot of the loose ends but leaves a few threads dangling so that you can kind of fill in the blanks for yourself or discover those and a lot of that is done through the audio locks and some of your favorite characters have moments in those audio logs that you are going to want to listen to. It adds so much context as to what happens between five and infinite, which, um, well, I don't, I don't want to get too much in the ter- territory of, uh, spoilers, but definitely listen to those. Um, The campaign does a pretty good job of tying up some of the bigger ones, but there's so much left on the table by the time that you finish the campaign that I can't wait to see what else they do. I have to wonder, Ryan, if they're going to do something with the seasonal stuff Mm -hmm. in those future expansions, like maybe we get a winter-themed area and maybe we get uh, another sort of a biome, like desert area, where we're able to explore those. And maybe that's sort of their plan for how to do it. But, um. I do think fans who aren't familiar with Halo are going to be a little bit, conf- not confused, but just like, I don't know what's going on. I'm having fun with the gameplay, but I, I do wish I had a stronger connection. So I I agree with both Miranda and Stella's points. Like Miranda, I don't want it to be so handholdy that it's patronizing. I was actually pretty mad when I saw the first weapon trailer. I felt like they made her, they made her appear too naive, and when you actually play through it, there's context for that, and she doesn't come off that way throughout the campaign. She's actually a fully competent AI and intelligent and everything like that, And I was worried they would just make her dumb, basically, like and they do not do that. So I was very, very happy, and they don't make her a cipher for a new player either. They do like that much but not enough where she looks like um, she just has no idea what's going on. Cause she's basically the most powerful artificial intelligence in this universe. Right. So uh, well, besides Cortana, of course, but um, yeah, I I like how they handled her. I don't understand why the pilot would want to stick around. I sort of get (laughs) it, but like, eventually I'm like, you got to go home to your wife, dude. (laughs) And uh, yeah, overall, I like the story. It's, It just doesn't end on an oomph note. And I I wish it had a a big oomph note for me personally.
1: Yeah. Uh, All right. Let's final topic here uh, before we'll move on and talk about some other things. The future of Halo from here. Uh, Miranda, you and I had sat down with the former project leads uh, while they were still on the project before the game got delayed. That was last summer. You and I did that. Mm -hmm. And at the time, which I imagine is still the case, the idea was that there's not going to be a Halo Infinite 2 or a Halo 7 per se. There will simply be, you know, that effectively Infinite is the new Master Chief collection and that all content, things will funnel up and uh, and be told through the uh, the wrapping, the shell that is Infinite. So I'm curious what you guys think about the future of Halo from here, now that we've experienced this campaign this multiplayer is in its its first days of a very long journey it's got a lot of players still i want to start with you first uh certainly i'm sure you you kind of thinking more on the multiplayer side but but you know how do you see the the short and long-term future of of halo here through infinite
2: uh we're talking about story <clears throat> so this is this is story and multiplayer that's going to be continued through infinite right yeah okay uh, I think that's an interesting approach. I mean, that's kind of like what Apex is doing with the Titanfall universe. I mean, it, there's constantly a story being told through Apex. Um, and it, it it is set 30 years after the events of Titanfall 2. So they've been kind of continuing that, which is why a lot of people are like, well, how is Titanfall going to come out with another title uh, if if Apex is still going on? Because then the, the stories don't really match up unless you do something in the past or like way in the future. And in which case, there's still a lot to work out with that. So I feel like what Infinite is doing isn't necessarily a bad thing. Um, I think it's very, it's going to be interesting, um, to say the least, because we're going to see lots of expansions. Definitely with the live service multiplayer aspect, they're going to need um, fresh things. I mean, we can already kind of see how the community is reacting to the initial launch, but um, it, for a live service game to stay alive for a long time and stay in the competitive field, it's going to need changes. It's going to need updates um, every few months and i'm curious to see how that'll work out with a story like with apex it's the the story isn't the main thing because it's still a multiplayer it's more of a multiplayer based game but with something like halo i'm really curious how they're going to do that and how often the update will be for their story so Justin, that's that's kind of my initial thoughts.
1: Yeah, A- about the the future of the series? Yeah, the future of Halo now with this being the the vehicle through which the next 10 years of Halo. That's what Miranda and I were told last summer. This is <laughs> this is sort of the 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 base camp for the next 10 years of Halo.
0: Yeah, so there's two aspects. I think a lot of us, you know, forget to include multiplayer with this, right? So there is the multiplayer aspect which has seen pretty consistent numbers. It's been it's been doing fairly well, but they need those events to keep the the player numbers up, right? So that's available to everybody, but for the future of the campaign stuff, I'm really curious what they're going to do. Are they gonna do big content drops in the way that Destiny has? They do seasonal where it's basically one big release a quarter or substantial release where they expand upon the lore. Are they gonna do yearly major content drops in the way that Destiny has with like upcoming Witch Queen or or Forsaken has? I don't care what they do, but if there's more narrative and more exploration about what has happened in this universe, I am game. I actually, like I said, there's a lot of those dangling threads and I cannot wait to see what else they have in store for us for this location in this universe. And I don't know how, like, how are they going to do it? Are they going to just use this map as the default map? Or are they going to add a new area to it? Because you do unlock sections as you play through the campaign. There's so many ways that could go about it. And I just can't wait to see what they do next. As long as it's new story stuff. I'm game, I can't wait to see what they do. I love that it's separated from multiplayer. If I turn on, like right now, if I turn on multiplayer, Ryan, my whole night's gone. I'll I'll just play for a minimum an hour, I, you know? And I'm watching this footage and I just cannot wait to play Halo Infinite Campaign again. So gameplay wise, man, it's just, it's really, really good. I'm so happy. It feels like Halo is back and uh, yeah.
1: Miranda, how about you? Future of Halo here.
0: <laughs> I hope I answered that.
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh, a lot of curious questions here. I just think about how long it took them to turn around this game. Are they really going to be okay just doling out smaller campaign releases? And if they're not, then how long is it going to take us to get you know an substantial campaign again? Because yeah. um, I don't want to end the spoilers. I won't talk about what would be look like next even. Um, But if they were to say add DLC to just this, like say there's a campaign update for like this iteration of Halo Infinite, this focused story, um, the only reason I think of that could happen potentially is because there are things in the world. I don't know if this was just an asset or something they had designed and like we could do this with it. And then they just decided not to do something with it. But there are things in the world that are just there. And I'm like, what, what is this? Do I, can I do something with like this eventually? Or like, it, it doesn't have to be anything, but I could see them potentially using that for something as an update in the future, should they want to. It could also just be just a weird cosmetic or just environmental design thing that they just have. <laughs> um, banished things. I don't know. Uh, so, <laughs> Um, I could see them potentially doing that. And honestly, I'd be down for that, just like an excuse to get back into the campaign and just to run around the world a little bit that's already established while they update the rest of the the campaign and actually make a new you know, continuation of this. That makes sense to me. Uh, I, I think really what we would be waiting for is seeing how they choose to update it. I don't think they're going to do like yearly episodic things. I don't think that really fits the Halo format. Um, but I think we would maybe just get some smaller activities to do as an update rather than um, I guess like every year, a big chunk of story. That just sounds like a lot of work for development. <laughs> so, but
0: but yeah. even like three months ago, if you told me Halo is going open world, I would have said that doesn't work for Halo. So I'm, I'm absolutely, well, I'm really curious how they're going to handle it.
3: Right. Know? Yeah. There, there are options and I think things can work, but I th- think with the foundation they have, it would make more sense for them to want to do big story updates all at once that explore something else rather Mm -hmm. than just smaller bite-sized updates that continue stories in a a smaller focused way that's like maybe a four-hour thing instead of like 16 or 20 hours, right?
0: What do you think the reaction will be? Like, let's say they drop that in a year. Sorry, you you went here, so I kind of wanted to dive into it with you. So, like, if they do it in a year and it's, like, 16 hours, but it's still Halo Infinite, the base, like, do you think it's going to bring back players or do you think they're going to see some uh, player loss or loss of interest because it is a sandbox?
3: I think it would bring back players, but there would be an expectation that it's in a different place or Mm -hmm. something because, like, we've explored the sandbox. We've had over a year to explore it. Uh, you have to add something substantial and I don't know if that's enough time for development to get that all done. I mean, it could be. I'm not a developer yeah. and I know that <laughs> 343 is rather large, but also they have, you know, they're multiplayer to run and I know they can have different teams. But again, I don't work at 343. 3. I don't know how all their stuff is broken out. Um, I personally would not want to see that happen to Halo. I, I mean, maybe it's great. Maybe it works better than than I would expect, but it would feel like I'm getting a taste of something and not a full meal. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. like, ah, look at these little, little focused fights. Okay. Now you get the rest of the story later. I'm like, no. We, we
0: added 20 more Spartan cores for you to collect on the map. <laughs> I don't want that. Don't do that. Yeah. Yeah, right. oh. had,
1: Miranda, you and I were talking about this on the phone about, about how this could look. And I, I share your sentiment. I, I don't, I, I, you know, maybe I'm just an old man. Yelling at a cloud or that has this expectation from the previous 20 years, and I'm not thinking, you know, about the future in, in the right way that of, of where the market is going. But I want Halo 7. And we'll talk about exactly why uh, and and what that could look like on the spoiler cast next week. But I want that. And so until Infinite, it was almost a clockwork, it was three years between every mainline halo obviously it it was much longer than that this time but now that they have their slip space engine they have their technology they have joseph Staten, and they have a leadership team in place on the dev side you know hopefully it's not going to be another six years so i i want a full campaign but i wonder if that's Still gonna be a thing? Or if to to you know, des what Destin's talking about and kind of the future of of a live service game, which 343 says that's what this is, is it just going to be smaller little like small you know five hour side story kind of things that we yeah. get on a you know some sort of seasonal, whether it's you know, every year, every year and a half, something like that. Like I I'm hoping the answer is both. Like we got ODST, as you know. If you mm-hmm. if you listen to my unfiltered interview with Joseph Staten, he talked about you know that was that was like a year, a twelve month project. It was supposed to be a six month project. It was a twelve month project, and you know it, it's 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 a beloved part of the Halo universe, and it didn't take anything away from Halo Two, Halo Three, or or Halo Reach, which was also in development at Bungie at the time. So my hope is that we can get both maybe side stories on Zeta Halo, maybe on a different island that's got winter or rain or some other different biome. Uh, I have a a particular narrative thought about that as it pertains to audio logs that I've talked to you guys about (laughs) that we'll get into next week on the spoiler cast. I hate to be so like, teasery with this stuff but
3: especially with this end part it's like i don't know how to answer this question in my full thought without going to spoilers so i'm trying to be as vague as i can (laughs) like there are some side stories that i would love to see even in this part of the ring yeah like i think there are things that would be really weird and great but for the spoiler cast
1: (laughs) yeah so i you know my hope is as to miranda's point three four three is a very large team and that's not to say as well the micros the the Xbox Game Studios family is huge now. There's no there's no reason why one of the other studios couldn't be welcomed in to tell a little s- smaller story in in this Halo Infinite universe. That is that is a possibility. In addition to you know three four three going at it themselves too. So my hope is that we will get smaller. Little side story things, but that there will still be a full and proper, you know, Halo Seven, though it won't be called that, obviously. But um, yeah, I I am optimistic. The bottom line is, I am this this template that's been laid down, this new blueprint uh, to bring back the terminology I used in my review and, and earlier in this episode. This blueprint is sound. It is solid. It is a wonderful blueprint for them to work off of for a while. And and I'm really optimistic, and I can't wait for everybody to play it. Uh, starting, I guess most of you will probably listen to this podcast <laughs> on launch day because we we post it, you know, end of the day Pacific time on Tuesday. So I suspect uh, Infinite will be available for most of you as you as this podcast finds your ears. And I, I hope you all enjoy it. And like I said, we will talk full spoiler cast next week. So. Uh, you've got one week to join us for that. But if, not, and if you're still not done, that's okay. Just don't listen to next week's episode until <laughs> you have completed yes. the campaign.
3: And if you guys need any help with the campaign, we've worked so hard on making a fully robust guide, We're so hard to find all the skulls. I literally had dreams about finding <laughs> the skulls. Like, I kid you not. So we have, a, a, again, very robust. If you need anything? We've got checklists, we've got an interactive map. Please check it out.
1: And Miranda, weren't you telling me again? No spoilers, but was was it the last skull that took you? Like, was almost it? Like, broke you, didn't it?
3: <laughs> I don't want to talk time? about. that. I don't want okay, to talk
1: about. it. Okay, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm bringing up a bad memory. Trauma. Yeah. Trauma. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Again, this is a huge
3: labor of love. So please check it out. If you guys do need any help, um, share it with your friends. We're doing yes. our best. We have yes, checklist. Please
1: do. Uh, all right. Let me go back to Stella here. To We're going to stay on Halo, but off of our impressions and just into a, a, an important bit of Halo news here. 343 is planning to release more playlists and PvP modes for infinite multiplayer by the end of the year, which uh, that's basically hmm. in like two weeks from now, within the next couple of weeks. <laughs> These yeah. modes include Fiesta, S- Tactical Slayer, a.k.a. SWAT, which I am a huge fan of, and free for all. However, they won't arrive in time for tomorrow slash today, the the launch, you know, as you're listening to this. So they'll be here very soon. Uh, The 343 community director, I hope I don't actually know the proper pronunciation of John's last name here. I hope it's Junisec. John, I apologize if I've I've butchered that. Uh, John announced the plans on Twitter. He also mentions that a social Slayer playlist with multiple variations of the mode is being worked on as it was the most requested game type. He says, our goal for events is to try new modes prior to adding to playlists. We'll monitor playlist health after the three editions above and adjust our offering if needed, but we're excited to make these updates before the holidays. Stella, does this make you happy?
2: It does. Um, I I think that with them monitoring playlists, I understand that they're worried about you know, player base falling off, and there being less people queuing in for, say, just all the all the modes, uh, which I totally understand. But I think the I think it will only help because some people just want to go in and play team deathmatch to warm up, and then they want to go in and play other games with their friends. I definitely play B T B to mess around with my friends because I listen. I don't really care if we win or lose in that mode. It's just so fun to see everyone doing their own thing and also like see a guy fly around on his car and then fall off the map. <laughs> Um, So I'm very excited for this. I I do feel a little bit bad that the devs are seemingly crunching again to get all this content out. And I do understand that they released the game early um, and that it's still considered in a beta, but the thing is the game is still fully launched. And I think that a lot of people were expecting there to be updates readily available. Um, And the fact that these playlists aren't available like at launch they're not going to be available at launch. That's fine. I think that's okay. They they did say that it's going to be available by the end of the year. Um, one thing that I really, really hope that they do address is the microtransactions uh, slash battle pass uh, leveling things. I know they, they are working on evening out how you earn XP and such. Um, so I, I all of this is really just, we're, we're just going to wait and see. We're going to wait and see, see how they deliver. I think their communication with the, with the community has been amazing. It, it's been great. I know that the community has not always been very positive, but the fact that they've stayed so transparent is a huge plus for me. Um, It shows that they really do want Infinite's multiplayer to survive long-term, so it makes me feel like um, I can put my faith in them. So, yeah.
1: Love it. Uh, Miranda Destin, favorite? What are you going to be jumping into when these playlists go live? SWAT. (laughs) (laughs) I love SWAT. I cannot wait.
2: Fiesta uh, again, maybe. Fiesta's fun. Like. You can't get mad. Yeah, like, you can't be mad. It's Even if you get chaos. crappy guns, you're just like, you know what? It's fine. Just, just kill me so I can get a hammer too. And it's so funny to see like three members of your team just running around with hammers. I'm pretty sure my friend and I just one-tued this one guy that what walked through the doors. I, I didn't feel bad. I didn't
0: feel bad. <laughs> well, I hope they update. I hope they update the challenges if it's Fiesta again because. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I would like to finish that battle pass this
1: year.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Please. Uh yeah. Well, you
1: can't I, do you, it
3: this year. It'll be next year.
1: <laughs> yeah, well fair, fair. Yep. Yeah. You gotta love you know, Fiesta when you spawn with a plasma pistol and you're just like, oh come on. <laughs> yeah. <man."> I just <laughs> drop it. I just drop it and go yeah. melee only. Then you spawn with a rocket launcher and you're like,
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. hmm Yeah, mm-hmm.
3: yeah it's So, <laughs> so fun. Fun. I was just
2: like this should be
3: illegal to spawn with. Why yeah. would you do this to me? Yeah. What did yeah. I? How, how did I hurt you? You know. What did I do? Uh,
1: Destin, I'm I'm gonna be right with you in in SWAT. I that SWAT was probably my favorite mode in Halo Five since Five never never really focused on big team battle the way that Infinite thankfully has right out of the gate. Yeah. I loved SWAT in Halo Five. That was that was good stuff. You know. You just the trick is secret is switch to the pistol right away (laughs) because it doesn't take much and you will be quicker with the pistol and more accurate in the head with the pistol (laughs) that's that's my that's my pro tip for swat uh all right we are gosh we're almost out of time here but uh, i want to mention game pass for december let's just run through that everything that's coming to game pass Obviously, we've been talking about Game Pass's biggest release for over an hour. <laughs> it's called Halo Infinite. You may have heard about it. But there is more coming to Game Pass in December, starting with a game preview version of a game called Anvil, uh, Archvale, Veil, which is already up, Final Fantasy XIII 2 is up already, so is Lawn Mowing Simulator, which is weirdly <laughs> popular. And I don't mean weirdly in a bad way, just it's popular. You would—it's th- a total like zen out. You just get on your virtual lawnmower and you just relax and you tune out the world and it can be great. Uh, Rubber Bandits uh, also out already. As is Stardew Valley is on Game Pass. Miranda, oh.
3: yay! yay. Uh,
1: we never, by the way, mentioned what? What's the name? Uh, he, Eric Baroni he announced his new game. What's it called again?
3: Something chocolatier, haunted, haunted chocolatier. I don't remember. Never
2: got to talk like that. Yeah,
3: (laughs) I know
1: we we had it on our list and never got there. But uh, yeah, he's the the one man development crew of Stardew Valley is working on a new game. And then we have Townscaper is already up, as is Warhammer forty thousand Battle Sector. Uh, Space Warlord Organ Trading Simulator, which I had never actually read until just there. I copied and pasted the whole list. That is in contention for video game title, just name of the year. That's uh that that definitely carries an image with it, doesn't it? Uh yes. Halo Infinite, of course, and then One Piece Warriors 4. Aliens Fire Team Elite with its new season is going into Game Pass which is awesome. Uh, That's happening on December 14th on both the console and the PC. And then Among Us on December 14th and uh, uh, I guess the last Xbox exclusive of this year, and there have been many, uh, we've been been waiting for a year like this for so long. The Gunk will put the other bookend on the Xbox's year of exclusive games. That's coming everywhere. Console, PC, Cloud, December 16th. Destin, I know you had your eye on the on the gunk for a while. <laughs> yeah, it looks really
0: interesting, and I'm happy that it's still coming to Game Pass in 2021. It's been one of those titles that I've been sort of interested in, and uh, I can't wait to play it on the
1: 16th. Excellent. Alright, well, uh, we've got time, not for the loot box, sadly, but we do have time for trivia, and it's crucial. Let me again uh, look up the scoreboard here. We have Now, Miranda, Destin got a point last week. No! Yeah. No, that's not
3: (laughs) fair! I was (laughs) working!
1: It's, you know, that's how it goes. Sometimes (laughs) you're here, sometimes he's here. We have Miranda still in the lead, 11 points. We have Destin at 10 points. Now, I believe Miranda, I mean, we are doing... You can secure no worse... Actually... Well, we'll talk more about. There is going to be a show the week of the twentieth, but for reasons I'll explain later, there won't be a trivia question. So, uh, De- uh, Miranda, you can you can lock it up right now. You can lock up the trophy. We can we can award this thing right now. Depending all all you need, you don't even need to get it right. Destin just needs to get it wrong. If, get it wrong, Destin. A, 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 no, Miranda, a, a Miranda correct answer and or a Destined incorrect answer, will do it here.
0: Let Stella go first, because she has to go in literally two minutes.
1: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Marco, thank you to Marco for sending in this question. He asks, Marcus Phoenix was, oh, this favors Miranda already, was recently added as a Fortnite skin. Which other game outside of the Gears of War franchise has Marcus Phoenix appeared in? Stella, was it Lost Planet 2, Killer Instinct, Unreal Tournament 3, or Dance Central two.
2: Imagine the last one. Um, what was the first one again?
1: Lost Planet, Lost Planet two. Planet? I think way that back. sounds
2: familiar. That sounds familiar. I think it's. Is it that one? It sounds you so familiar. I don't. Please tell me it's not Dance Central. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with the first one.
1: Okay, Lost Planet two for you. Uh, let's go. Let's go, Destin's way now. All right. It's
0: obviously Dance Central 2. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm going to say B, Killer Instinct.
1: Okay. I love Killer Instinct. Miranda, do you know this?
3: I don't, actually, which sucks. I remember a lot of these happened while I was in college and wasn't paying as much attention to game (laughs) stuff because I was in college. Um, Gosh darn it, because I was also going to guess Killer Instinct, but I kind of was like, I don't know. Should, I'll do a different one just because to keep it <laughs> spicy. I don't, as funny as it would be, I don't think it's Dance Central too. If it is, I'm going to That would be I'm so gonna great. Um, <laughs> we're going to go see Unreal Tournament 3.
1: Okay. Keeping it kind of oh. in the epic family. Well,
0: you got to go anyway, Stella. Right. Stella. <laughs>
1: Stella's got to go. Thank you, Stella. Your camera died. <laughs> She's out. Uh, that's okay. We've reached just about the end of the show. Go to the three up. <laughs> Look at that. We have a little, little uh, fourth wall breaking there. Oh, wait. She's back. <laughs> back. She's back. All right. But in the meantime, so Miranda, you're going with Unreal Tournament 3, you said? Yes. All right. Yes. Which again, yeah, that's ep- another epic game. You know, it's a, it's a sound strategy. Now, I wish the answer was Dance Central 2 because <laughs> I would Me love too. to have seen that. It'd <laughs> be great. You know, Harmonix would have been down. To to do yeah. that. And John DiMaggio probably would have been down to voice that too. That that would have been really fun. But sadly, that is not the correct answer. It is also uh not Killer Instinct. Not nor is it no, Unreal right. Tournament 3. It is, in fact, really? Lost Planet 2. Lost Planet 2 is the correct answer. So Stella with the correct point. However, Destiny getting the- it wrong means Miranda has uh as, Wait a minute. I unplugged my head. As if we, if we no were going to
0: do trivia next week, I could tie yeah, it still. Right. No, worse, a... no
1: worse than it's I'm saying. Yeah. We might have to have a runoff. We might have to so. have a runoff.
0: Who was the Gears? There was a Gears character in Killer Instinct, though. Who was it?
1: Mm-hmm. I don't remember, but it
0: wasn't him. Because oh.
3: like they didn't put Chief, and they put in... Um, Arbiter. Yeah, Arbiter. So they, they didn't, because it's a fighting game, they didn't use guns.
1: So. I'm mean, right. Anyway. What was it Ke- Kelly was in Dead or Alive? Or Spartan Kelly? General Ram. It was yeah, General yes. Ram. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah,
3: that makes sense. I was like, I think it was one of
0: those. That was a that guys. was a good <laughs> trick.
1: Uh, Marco, great question there. That was a fun one. So again, send in your question. Unlocked at IGN.com is the email address to send it to. Include your name, the question, four multiple choice answers, and note the correct one. And maybe your question. Will be the deciding question for the trophy if I choose it for next week. So uh, it comes down to the wire, which is always fun. That'll wrap it up for Unlocked Five Twenty Three Halo Tastic Edition. Once again, next week will be more of that. FYI, has already already teased. Is Stella still here to plug herself, or is she gone? Gone.
0: She she had to go anyway. Gone. Okay. Other thing. Yeah.
1: Well, uh, I know she would want you to. Read and watch her Halo Infinite multiplayer review <laughs> uh, if you have not done so already. And Destin, I'll throw it your way first because then I'll give Miranda some time for that uh, that big Halo Infinite guides plug. So Destin, well,
0: actually, actually, I'm gonna promo the Halo Infinite review, which I ended up cutting. I'm very proud of that edit, and I think it turned As out great. Lots of lots of positive responses. Um, yeah, and just check out the guide because. You know, I helped a little bit with that, but Miranda's put in a ton of work there, and it's it's going to be probably one of the best Halo Infinite guides online.
1: Not probably. Will be. Hey, just drop the yeah. qualifier. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Miranda.
3: Um. Yes, of course. You can find me at Havoc Grows and that's Havoc with the K. Pretty much everywhere. Um. As everyone has said, and I've mentioned several times, the Halo Infinite guide. Say it one more time. Uh, We have really worked hard to make sure that things are not spoilery, even though we do have one list of things to find. We are going to have a lot of padding so that way you can't just accidentally skip to something or just won't scroll past something. It'll be like, there's a big spoiler warning here. Um, We have all schools for launch. We have just kind of everything ready to go. So I really, really hope you guys use our guides. Again, it's been a huge labor of love. I am so grateful to everyone who's helped out in making this guide a possibility. Um, I wrote up all the legendary tips. So if there's anything weird, just let me know. Um, I also wrote up all of our boss guides as well, as well, in addition to a bunch of other feature pages and other things. So if you need any help, we're here for you. Uh, go get those Spartan cores, go get those unlocks. And uh, if you need a little help, keep in track of what you got. Like I said, we got checklists and we'll have checklists on our interactive map as well.
1: And and Miranda, do we have like a nice, easy URL for it? Or is it easier just to Google? Is it, is it ign.com slash wikis slash halo dash infinite or?
3: Yeah, exactly that.
1: Perfect. Um, You can also just Google it. Love it. Uh, And as for me, again, I would, uh, I would be humbled and grateful if you would read and or watch my Halo Infinite campaign review, which Destin really did a phenomenal job editing. Uh, That's right. It was it's always, like, the fact that we had both finished the game and knew it inside and out, it just makes for a better, a better product in the end. It's, uh, you did a killer job, my friend, and I am grateful to you for it. Very proud of it. 12 minutes. It might be the longest review I've ever, and longest video review I've ever written for IGN. Uh, but it's also, by the way, there are no spoilers in the video, in, in either the written or the video review, too. So if you want to kind of talk, you know, hear more details about what I thought of the game, you can safely read or watch that without having any, any story bits spoiled for you. So check that out on IGN.com or YouTube.com slash IGN.
0: The grunt had it coming. It hmm? The grunts uh, had it coming.
1: Yeah, exactly. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter, by the way, at DMC underscore Ryan. I want to thank Tayo, our producer this week, along with uh, Stella, who has already headed off to her next thing, along with Miranda and Destin. That'll do it for us. We'll see you for the spoiler cast. Halo Infinite spoiler cast coming next week. We'll see you then.